Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of Facebook Friday. Eric Ham is here of the Orange Stack. Thanks for participating and showing up and being willing to learn and to do more with your business. This is the strategy video of our week, every single week, Facebook Friday, where we bring you guys tips and strategies on how to grow your business and how to do more with today's marketing technology. So we've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about the opportunities that you guys have available to you in 2019. We're going to try to mix up the flow a little bit here today, but hoping you guys enjoy and participate and take some awesome notes. I don't know. Whatever you're going to do, thanks for being here. This is the Eric Hammond Show. Thanks for joining along each week as we uncover tips and strategies to help you grow your business through social media efforts like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and many other platforms. guys. Welcome back. Thanks again for showing up every single Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And if you're listening to this in the podcast form, thanks guys for being here too and consuming the content that we put out every single day. If you're watching the show on Facebook or YouTube or somewhere else and you didn't know, we've actually released a podcast recently where every single day we actually produce content, which is a huge, huge hurdle for us. I remember back about a year and a half ago, we tried to do a weekly podcast and it was a struggle. We got through about 10 episodes and it just kind of fell apart. So if you saw that before, this is a different format got a lot of great content. We're mixing up Facebook Fridays and our Ask Eric show and our daily lives that we do. All sorts of great content in there. So check out our, our daily podcast, which is obviously on iTunes and SoundCloud and everywhere. You're going to normally download a podcast. So anyway, today's show is going to be a good one. I really want to kind of change up the pace here. I've been watching a lot of these kind of live Facebook Friday type environment shows, right? And usually there's like a mic that they hold and, and it's more of like the podcaster kind of interview method with like a live stream going in the background and usually it's just me like bah, 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 for like 30 straight minutes but I kind of want to give you some things to think about today and so I'm going to kind of slow up the pace a little bit hopefully my energy is peak and able to be followed along and you guys are able to find some good little gold nuggets out of today's show but the big part of what I want to talk about today is just the use of technology that we have right and where we've come from and, and where we are and thinking a lot about well a couple different things but family members who've had businesses and, and what business was like even like 15 20 years ago but even back back into like the 50s and the early 2000 or early 1900s and, and things like that, right? So just to kind of give you a basis of where we are today, um, I'm literally broadcasting from my home off. I have a super cheap plastic table, but it works for the reason of this show. And it's just kind of like this little studio that we created here. I've got a computer writing the show. I've got two cameras looking at me and a third one over here picking up some other stuff as well. I've got more technology on this little piece of small device, my iPhone than I think they've said presidents had in like the 1990s. So that's cool. Literally streaming through internet that's readily available almost anywhere you go in the world. So I get people who say they have a hard time coming up with content or they have a hard time getting their stuff out there or they struggle with knowing what to say when they do get onto you know live platforms or creating podcasts or creating content online. And while I can validate that that might be a struggle for a lot of us, you know, like once that camera goes live, you kind of get that deer in the 
headlights look of what do I say next and, and how do I bring value to my audience? So number one is, is that might be a valid excuse of why you're not uh, producing the content, but don't let that hold you back, right? Like once you get through your first few episodes and, and stuff kind of gets out, meaning like you're, you're able to kind of figure out your niche and, and what it is that you want to talk about, it'll just start to flow. This is the 113th episode of this show and I remember the first 10 or 20 was kind of a stretch. It would take me hours to prepare for these, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute show that we do and it was just kind of a struggle for me to, to know what to say. But the thing that wasn't a bar of entry was the technology to get it out there. And if you think back 20 years ago or 40 years ago or 100 years ago, what would it have been like if you would have started your business, right? If you were doing whatever you were doing, if you're selling real estate or if you're building parts for a train or if you're cleaning people's houses or you're a doctor or a dentist or some other type of a service provider, what was business like 40, 50, 80, 100 years ago? How did you get your message out there? It was most likely word of mouth, which ironically still really works well today. It may have been some type of print communication because they obviously had newspaper and things like that. So if you're willing to you know, run an ad in a paper or maybe a magazine in the last 30, 40 decades or uh, years. But other than that, you know, there wasn't a lot of online options. There wasn't any of the technology that we have going on right here where I can literally go to Costco and buy a camera. I can use my cell phone that I have in my pocket every day to broadcast. I can use the internet, which is just pretty much available to everybody. It's just incredible, the technology that's available. So the excuse of being able to get your message out there isn't really a valid excuse anymore, right? We literally can send our message anywhere in the world. I can target people on Facebook, anywhere in the world that I'm trying to sell my product or get my message out there. I can pinpoint exactly who needs to hear my message based off their habits and their interests in life. Remember when billboards were big and you had to put up that you know 50-foot billboard on the side of the freeway expecting that a million cars would drive by it over the month and hoping that you know the 10 or 50 or 1,000 people that were hopefully going to call you from that billboard looked to the right just as they passed your billboard versus looking down or looking to the left or looking somewhere else. Like There wasn't retargeting back then. There wasn't someone's device in their pocket that they're staring at for four or five hours a day. Like The newspaper was probably your biggest bet because people read the newspaper for 30, 40 minutes a day and, and they flipped through the ads, you know, and if you could get on the front page of something, like you won. And then we fast forward to where we are right now in 2019 and so many people complain that there's not a way to get their message out there, that it's harder than it was. It's, it's not harder. It's easier. It's more complicated and it's more competitive. And since everybody has this technology, everybody has this technology, right? And now everybody can use it versus maybe you were the one that had a budget to go buy a billboard and nobody else did, or you had the one billboard in town that nobody else did, or you were able to get that ad on the first page of a magazine and nobody else did. As long as it's going to change the next day, right? If there was a hundred thousand copies of this magazine printed, you're always going to be on that front page for that month until the next one comes out and you got to decide if I'm going to reinvest that money and do it again. So I just want you to kind of realize where you are in, in your business journey right now. And if you've been around for a while and maybe you're kind of like at the end of your business life cycle, if you're, if you're retiring and you're like, look, I've, I've had a solid 40 years, we've done this and, and now we're kind of just out. Or maybe you're just starting out. Like think about where we are today and what's available to you. If you're a brand new entrepreneur and you're thinking, you know what, I got to get my 
my message out there. I need to figure out like who to sell to and how to contact people and, and how to really tell the world what it is I'm doing. There's never been a better opportunity for you than right now to, to do this. Figure out how to use the technology that we have. Figure out where your audience is listening. Corresponding with a friend right now who's running a couple ads. So he's got a platform which basically teaches people how to immigrate, migrate, immigrate, whatever the word is, to Canada, right? So non-Canadian citizens, how they become Canadian citizens. He wrote a whole course about it. He shows everybody how to fill out the forms, where to pay and, and what to do and just the whole process of it. And, you know, normally before the internet and before Facebook and before all this technology, he would have literally had to stand in front of the door of the people who are trying to, and I don't even know the, the name of the, the terminology out there, but the office where people had to come in to fill out the paperwork to migrate into Canada. He would have had to stand out there handing out flyers or books or something trying to connect with people because that was the only way of finding out those individuals, right? He's just looking to talk to people who want to come to the country, who live in that country, who aren't a member of that country yet. But now he's got Facebook and he's got Instagram and he's got Google search words and YouTube videos and a whole plethora of other advertisement spots where he can put his little message out there, attract the people that he's looking for. If they're interested in becoming a citizen of the country, click this, watch this, done. And it's that simple. And that's how easy it is for him to find his audience. So no matter what you're selling today, if you're in real estate or, or chiropractic or you're a, a gym owner or you install solar panels on people's roofs, like you can pinpoint exactly who you're looking to target. You don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars anymore trying to speak to everybody. It hopes that the person who's looking for that message sees that billboard or reads that article or listens to your radio ad or watches your commercial on TV. Just have the opportunity to speak to them directly. So again, let's go back to, you know, the, the preferred method of communication people. You've got a number one, I call it reverse engineering. A lot of people use that terminology, but reverse engineer your message, right? So who am I trying to speak to? Let's just use my friend's example for a bit. He's trying to speak to people who want to move to Canada or are already living in Canada who aren't residents of the country. If I knew that that was the case, there might be a certain age demographic that you know, you're looking for. There might be a certain interest of people. There might be people who've recently been there or who recently moved there, or maybe they work for company that you know brings in people to the country on a visa or something like that but you can find out where these people are and, and where they're consuming their content let's say um, you know you're a contractor and you're trying to attract business for home remodels or kitchen cabinets or maybe a new HVAC system or something like that you can go to home shows and advertise there you, you can run ads in uh, Google search when people are searching for you know cabinet builders in my area or home remodel uh, home remodel contractors in my area or you know I need my ducks clean or my HVAC service because it's hot and the AC stopped working like you can you can work off these strategies so understanding where your people consume content where they're going to digest the stuff really understanding what your demographic looks like you know are they 60 to 70 years old and maybe they spend their time on Google search maybe they're 20 years old and they spend all their time on Instagram wherever they are you've got to start with that and say where are they consuming content what are they looking for do they like to do they like to read do they like to uh, listen to audio like podcasts or books? Do they like to, um, you know, do their research in blogs and consume content in that way? Do they like to watch video on YouTube? Um, I talked about this before. My, my parents are a great example of this. They're both in the same demographic of age. They both obviously live in the same uh, area. They're still married, so they live in the same house. They're obviously male and female, so difference there, but they, they consume content differently, right? So my mom was huge into photography when she was younger. She loved taking pictures. She loved that kind of aspect. So Instagram is like her best friend. She loved 
loves Instagram, she loves Pinterest. She'll get on Facebook once in a while to just kind of skim through and see what people are up to, mostly following her friends and family. Uh, but then my dad is all uh, engineering. Like he has got a mechanical engineering background. He loves learning new things. He loves seeing why things work. He loves taking things apart and seeing what makes them function and then putting them back together. So his method of consumption is documentaries on, well, on Netflix or uh, on TV. He loves to search for videos on YouTube and, and you know, how do I do this or how's this work or why is my thing broken or whatever it is and he's consuming content that way. So if you're trying to speak to these two individuals who are in their 70s, mid 70s, you've got to know how they consume content, what they're looking for. So if you can really put yourself in the position of your, call the avatar, right? Your avatar, your ideal client called the dream 100. Who's your dream 100? What do they look like? If you were to meet them in the store, you know, describe them perfectly. Are they, are they tall? Are they skinny? Are they overweight? Are they unhealthy? Are they, you know, uh, do they have a certain kind of income? Are they a certain age? Do they have kids? Are they single? All those kind of things. You got to perfectly know what they look like as best as you can and then try to create content that's around those individuals. So then the next part basically is putting content in front of them in the places that make sense. So if, if you're on YouTube and you're searching for content that way and you want to know how do I do something, you can run the pre-roll ad or you can run the mid-roll ad or you can run a banner ad at the bottom of it. If you're on Instagram, it's a, a clever photo that's going to capture their attention, right? It's just simply understanding that I know my audience, I know what they're looking for, and I don't have to show my content to the masses. I don't have to try to appeal to, you know, show my ad to 100,000 people and appeal to maybe 100 that month to get the numbers that I'm looking for. I guess the, the main message here that I want to get to you guys is completely understanding where we are and how fortunate you are. In 1997, I believe it was, there's a book that I read. I didn't read it in 97, but I read a book that was written in 97. And the guy was basically saying that currently when you graduate from college, these are only college degrees. There's, there's 38,000 different opportunities that a college graduate, basically an undergraduate, has available to them in 1997. And that was just undergraduate college. It's not including master degrees. It's not including, you know, MBA programs. It's not including people who didn't go to uh, to college who maybe just have other sources of income or, or other means of work, you know, trades and things like that. But 38,000. And remember, this was pre-internet at all. I mean, internet existed a little bit right around then, but not much, right? So all the internet created a ton of other opportunities. It's pre-social media. It's pre-electric cars. It's pre-self-driven cars. It's pre these guys, right? Like you had cell phones back then, but all they could do is call. I don't even think that you could text back in 1997. There's so many opportunities for us now. And to think of the fast forward advances of what, 20 years, right? That was 97. This is 2019. So 22 years later, like what's available at our fingertips today? And, and what's going to be available in the next five years from now? There's just so many things that you can do, so many things that you can try, so many things that you can experiment. And most importantly, with technology, again, ways to get your product or your content or your advice out there, right? Like I, man, like just, I'm so grateful to live in the world that we have today that I can literally communicate with people all over the world. So this friend in Canada, right? We met at a seminar in, the met in Tennessee earlier this year at a seminar that I went to. He lives in Canada. I live in San Diego. I met him for four days and we've been friends now for 
eight months or whatever that was now. We talk all the time. Like we communicate through text message. You know, we're emailing each other. We're sharing screenshots of, of each other's stuff, like of, of, you know, what we're working on, projects that we have going on. Just to think about our workforce over here. So at our company, we have four, not full-time, but very, very much past part-time employees, right? We've got writers and we've got video editors and we've got social media managers. We've got people who are part of our team who live all over the world who I would have never met if I would have just relied on local technology or not relied on what the internet can do for us. So my big, like, again, this is kind of a a different pace Facebook Friday today, but my big wrap up here that I want to leave you guys with is don't take for granted the technology that we have. Just realize that your parents or the generation before you had it so much harder than you and that many of them were able to to have massive success with whatever they did right they some of them wrote books some of them um, invented things some of them came up with service-based industries so just to give you another quick example I had a friend growing up who's when we moved into our house they'd moved there just the year before so we were friends from a young age growing up and his his family came from a rough part of town like I never really lived in the other side of the tracks I, I had had a comfortable life growing up. I had, I wasn't rich, but I had things that I needed, right? I had food, I had shelter, I had parents who loved me, uh, who took care of me, and I'm super grateful for that. And he came from a family that struggled. They, they, his parents both had to work. They, His mom immigrated into the country at a young age, and like they just were struggling to get by in life. And his dad basically owned like a recycle center where they would take in aluminum and things like that and trash, and he kind of grew it into demolition company where he would, you know, scrap out a, a big business and and take over the, the land and basically help demo the property so that new buildings could be built there. Uh, and over time, he kept building this business and it was just a local construction company, right? It was just local in the Bay Area. They were super small and they, they got by. They made enough money to feed themselves and they made enough money to, to have a house and have a car and kind of get by, but he kept growing it. And again, this is 1970s, 1960s, 1970s, like pre-internet, pre-phones, pre-anything. He just word of mouth and a handshake and eventually bought some land and he started up a land sale and he took this trash from other people's buildings that they were tearing down. He started up this uh, lot where they were building on it and, and eventually he started buying out other pieces of land and he became kind of like the local dump for the Bay Area. And it sounds like, you know, like who's interested in collecting trash and who's interested in being a landfill? But what you don't realize is that this land was in Mountain View, California and it's at the south end of the Bay. Uh, and they eventually kept growing and growing and they became one of the largest demo contractors in the Bay Area. Uh, uh, they owned a fleet of dump trucks and tractors and a workforce that would come and, and tear the building down, take all the materials off, recycle all the metal, recycle all the wood, everything that was needed, kept building up their land. They eventually bought out all the local dumps in the San Jose Mountain View area and became the one uh, crew company down there that would basically do this for everybody. So they grew and grew and grew. They ended up eventually selling their land to Google and to Microsoft and to parts of Apple and to all these big tech companies down there who own these massive computer companies, right? So now this is the early 80s when computers are starting to be built in the Silicon Valley and he just made a killing. I'm talking millions and millions of dollars because they started with a little shop that recycled aluminum uh, and came 
cans and, and other pieces of precious metal. And then it morphed into this massive thing, all without any use of technology, without any use of internet, without any use of advertising. It was all just a handshake and word of mouth, and I'm going to be there and I'm going to do my thing. And so if companies like that, that are worth millions and millions of dollars and have made tons of money over the years, can create such an incredible opportunity without all the technology that we have today. Just think about the resources that you have available with just a cell phone or with just a laptop or with just a camera or just your ability to speak to the masses like we're doing right now. This video that we're recording right now, by the end of next Friday, about 3,500 to 4,000 of you guys will have seen this video. And that's what's incredible to me because for, for little to no cost, I have the opportunity to have my own broadcasting studio, to be able to message you guys, to be able to communicate with you guys all over the world and have this type of technology available at my fingertips when 20 years ago I would have had to go down to a local cable channel or go down to you know NBC or ABC and say hey guys I want a 30 minute spot on primetime television when people are going to actually watch the show and I would have had to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for that opportunity or I've already had success you know like as a talk show host or somebody like that to, to be able to have access to that type of time right like I could start my own Dave Letterman show or my own Seinfeld show or my own Oprah show or anything like that that I want to nowadays and that's the world that we live in so number one you can't use I don't have an ability to do this excuse because every one of you has the internet and probably a 4k camera on their phone and an awesome cell phone mine's an iPhone 6 it's old and most of you guys upgrade your phone every year and you probably already have ordered the new iPhone 11 that just came out this week so the excuse of being able to get your content out there is no longer an excuse it's all now what's up in here and the possibilities that your mind can conceive so be super grateful for where we are today and the opportunities that we have and just realize because everybody has access it's super competitive so you got to stand out you got to bring more value you got to make it about your clients about their success about the things that your product does for other people don't don't make it about you don't make it about the money that you've made don't make it about anything to do with you it's always about what value your customers are going to receive by 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 consuming your content by by buying your product by using that service how it's going to make their life better right my product without talking about me is going to help you guys because if you listen to what I have to say you're going to be able to get your message out there you're going to use this technology that Facebook and YouTube and Instagram offer you're going to be able to get your message out there to the masses you're going to be able to attract clients that want to work with you by using all this technology that we do we attract clients that we want to work with the phone rings over here people want to work with us people want to consume our content sign up for our courses do our thing because we put it available for you guys we teach you how to do these things and if you're in a position where you can teach your clients how to do things with the product or service that you offer they're going to be attracted to you to be drawn in to know that you're an expert in your field and whatever it is that you offer so use this technology just never take it for granted keep figuring out how you can build off of it play off of it do new things with it connect with other people maybe I slide over to the side and split the screen in half and interview somebody on the other side of the screen whatever it is that you're going to be doing with your technology with the resources that are available at hand just know that there's some amazing things that can be accomplished so go invent go try go create go develop new things guys it's going to be fantastic so i'm excited to get into 2020 as we roll through these next few months and, and roll into the next year just to see what's going to be coming up i know vr and ai and all that stuff's a long ways away but just to consider the the technology that's coming what these phones are going to be capable of in another couple
couple years, this new iPhone 11 is pretty amazing of, of what's available to it. But just get excited. There's some cool technology coming, and I'm excited for you guys and excited for your business. I would love, uh, if you're still watching, I would love for you guys to tag me in your product. Share with me what you're working on. Share with me the, the service that you offer, the, the product that's changing people's lives that you put out there. Whatever it is you're working on, tag me in a post. Let me know what it is that you're working on and, and how you're changing people's lives. That'd be incredible for me. So anyway, good stuff. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, thanks for joining every single week. Again, 10 a.m. Pacific. And uh, be sure to check out our Monday show on our Eric Hammond brand page, which is called the Ask Eric Show, where we answer your guys' top four questions every single week. Thanks for being here, guys. Make it a great week. See ya. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on today's show. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to get these podcasts delivered to you every week as we share strategies on how to grow your business with social media. I'm Eric Hammond of the Orange Stack. We'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,